Hi and welcome to another episode of At Your Big Age. I am your host Dion. And today I'm Kieran. Oh, so you're Kieran today. Name, yeah. Okay. My my government name. Oh, lovely. Um, so before we get started, guys, please share this video, subscribe. Um, we want to say a special thank you to everyone that's subscribed so far because we've just kind of recently bought um Lovely Bearing At Your Big Age to YouTube. So help us out, subscribe and share with your friends. So today we're going to talk about should parenting be planned in the context of at your big age, okay? What are your thoughts? Well, if I was, should should people our age now not have any oops babies? I mean, in an ideal world, you would plan, wouldn't you? You would sit down and plan, but things, I feel like, what, what, what are we planning for? Money? How, we, how, would, how, would, how would you plan now to have a kid? You've got to think, you take into finances into consideration, you take the status of your relationship into consideration, mm-hmm. your, your, your living arrangements, yeah. career, how it's going to affect your career, whatnot, whatnot. Yeah. Any given time, especially now, any one of those things could change and throw everything else out of balance. So even if you sit down and you have a conversation, you're like, right, you know what, I'm gonna, we're gonna do this now. Mm-hmm. Your situation in a year's to eighteen months to twenty four months time might not be the same. So you can plan it, mm-hmm. but you can't plan for you can't you can plan for now, but you can't plan for the unknown. Do you know what I mean? No, I hear you hundred um, percent. I just I kind of feel like like for example, I always get the question of like, um, you know, are you going to have any more children? And I'm like, it's not that I can't, but for me, I'm like, well, the situation would have to be near enough immaculate. So the for me, the situation would have to be well. I'm in a financial position to take off as long as I want to, mm. um, to stay at home with that child. Um, you know, I have to be married or in a very serious long-term situation that is, you know, we're both emotionally intelligent. You know, we, 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 we both have the same kind of um, goals in terms of, you know, building and... Mm you know, actually wanting a family. Now, the thing is, obviously there's, there's 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 people in situations where, okay, we're in our 40s now, right? So... Some more than others. I mean, give or take a year or two, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, on. you know, there's going to be, there's going to be people in situations where it's like, well, I want a child. Mm. So, actually... I might just have one for the next person that's kind of available, which isn't really hard to do. True. Do you know what yeah, I mean? True that. But then it's like, what what are the long-term consequences of... You end up on your own. That's what I say. You can't really... And, but you can end up on your own anyway. You don't. Well, you can, yeah. You could, you could end up... But but then is, 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 it not, is it not better to have the intention... Of okay, this is the plan. Obviously, it may not ever go to plan. Mm. But most people have that, even when they don't plan to have a kid with someone. I feel like you think. Yeah, I did. 
didn't, I didn't feel like it was all, it was gonna go tits up, but stuff happens, isn't it? You don't. I think you, it takes a kind of you got to be a wicked individual to go into something knowing full well that you're not gonna. And obviously there are you're not gonna stick around, but I feel like for the most part, most people would want it to to be even if it's right. We, we didn't plan it, but in, I want it to be. Like as solid as it can be mm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dee? Do you think um, parenting or, or, and having the conscious decision to have a child, do you think that is something that should ideally be in an ideal world? Yeah, in an ideal world, yeah, that would be the, the best way to do it. You can plan, make sure you've got enough finances for everything to come. Um, yeah, in the ideal world, I'm talking as a straight hypocrite, but yeah, ideally, I think that is the best way to do it. It could be very, very, um, it, could be, it could be very hard, man. Very hard when you do the whole unplanned kids. Yeah. How do you work out? When? How, how how much is enough? Yeah, how much how much is Honestly, enough? Honestly, I reckon if before you have your first child, if you don't want to have no skin off, like one child ain't even bad. If you want me to be honest with you, when I had one, one's manageable. Two's even manageable. Two's manageable. When you start going past two, is where it starts to get a bit like hefty. When it's like back to school times and stuff like that. So mm. if. If it's just one child, then to be fair, I don't think you need to wait till you have a certain amount of money. You can make it work on probably what you have. But I say, look at it have about 20 grand per child in your head. 20 grand per child. If you've got that put down, I reckon you can kind of and slowly kind of spend that on the child. What? So for, for what time period is this 20 grand? No, he's, I would say 1 to 18. No, not like that. Up to about 16. If you have about twenty grand, that will get you through your your, your summer holidays with the school uniforms, and uh, they'll they'll get still get to have. They won't feel like they've missed on anything either. You'll still be able to give them their holiday or a holiday once a year or so. Um, they won't miss. You can still not say you're going to be up to date in the latest designers and everything. But point is, if you had about twenty grand put down per child, I don't feel like your child, if you spent that money rightly, will feel like he's missed anything. He would have had the trainers like everyone else. He would have had the same holidays as everyone else. He don't miss. Less than that, it can start to become interesting. Because I think that, as you said, twenty grand. I just started to do some really quick maths in my head. And I was thinking like, okay, so when I had my daughter, she's six. Her buggy cost just under a grand. Her cot probably cost about 400. Okay. Her Chester drawers probably cost about 200. Then there's all the other bits in between. So now we're probably already car seat. PTSD, man. Do you, know, do you know, shopping for the car seat was the most stressful experience of my life. I literally sat it out and I said to her dad, you talk to them because this is... This is just way too much for me. But by the time you add all of that up, you're probably already at... 10? No, nah, not, not, not that much. Five you're at about five. On the, but remember, you talked about child one, right? So that's when you spoil them. Have seven of them. And let's see what cot you buy. And then we'll see what car seat you buy. 
And you start to realize, you start to yeah. budget, you start to realize when I had one, you're right. When we had one, I remember we got the bugaboo. I remember number <laughs> one got the bugaboo and all of that. Mom, yeah, I need the bugaboo. Listen, you see, like when we got to like child number seven, when you're done with the car seat, if your child's outgrowing it, pass it down. Pass it down. Absolutely. I don't, we're not, I'm, the chest is no longer high. Yeah. Everything you just said it just brought back deja vu. I was like, yeah, I remember shopping for the first oh, car seat. Steve, Even the second and third one, to be fair. Like after child number three, we was like, are we really going to do this? Because you're right. Mm. We started to realize how much have you really spent? And if, if you can afford it at the time, you don't notice it. It's only when you start tallying it up yeah. and you're like, ooh. Because then I'm even thinking about nursery fees. 1,200 yeah. a month okay. per child. Right. So, and, you know, realistically, who can put down... In this here climate. In this here climate, 20 grand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you've, you've got probably got your, your rent, your mortgage to pay, council tax, utilities, your car, broadband. But we're talking about in the ideal world, right? Because in the realistic world, you're probably going to have an unplanned child and it doesn't matter how much money you have, you're going to have to make it work. But in no, that, yeah, no, you do, 100%, 100%. More than not, you're right, most children aren't planned. Even when you kind of do plan, well, you know, there are a few children who are really planned and you're trying and then it comes mm. and it's great. But there's... The planned, unplanned child, like when you've had talks about kids. Mm. So you know she wants to have kids, but there wasn't like a we're trying for a baby right now. And it kind of comes kinda in that comes. period. Yeah, in that period, it kind of like, oh, So no. when you say she, well, so this wasn't a mutual thing for you. What's that with the, whenever I've had a child? Yeah, you said she, when she, she you know, she wants the child. I was hypothetical. I was hypothetical. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But you about to put me on the spot. About to get in <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. No, I'll be very brutally honest. I'll be very honest. Everything, I think every single time I had a child, apart from no, my last three, last three, last four, my last four kids, I could say, I, I start, and again, this was also about now being, I have to be very brutally honest. In the beginning now, when I was first having, they'll be like, okay. I'm not against having the baby, but I don't think it's the right time. Time. Mm -hmm. And then I would, the first pregnancy, I was really good. It was my first one. So was, I was really, really excited. Second pregnancy, not so much because, yeah, I really wasn't, I really didn't think we could manage it, to be mm -hmm. fair. I was really, really stressed about that one. And then I handled that pregnancy totally wrong totally wrong from mm -hmm. that pregnancy i said i'll never ever handle another one like that but mm -hmm. i think during that what i tried to do was be also i tried to be the biggest asshole hoping that in hoping but thinking in that time you were just think you know what i don't even want to have a baby with him mm -hmm. that didn't happen you had the baby anyway you had the baby under stress i felt like shit at the end because it wasn't even in your character to really be doing all of this and yeah. in the end you made it work so it just taught me even baby fourth Five, six, seven. I was like, you know what? Every time they come, you're like, you're never ready. But that's what life mm. taught me. You're, you never, never think get. you're ready when yeah, it's coming. You yeah. But you're going to get ready. So don't make her feel no way about this. And I say her because it's always the woman's decision final if you're really yeah, having a baby. Mm -hmm. And I never try to make her feel, after pregnancy number two, I've never tried to make no woman feel like I don't want the baby. Even if... I don't down, want it. I don't, don't want it. Mm. Because if that baby comes, you're you always going to be yeah. remembered as what you didn't want. So yeah. you live and you learn. So, yeah. Mm. Ideally, plan your pregnancies, but hey. Because you can plan money. You can plan 
everything else. Once the the babies, because people sometimes what a lot of people do, they'll plan all the yeah all the other stuff. Mm. Plan the birth, plan this, plan that. We're gonna do this. We're gonna live here. Once that baby's come, you have no idea what's going on until that baby gets there. Mm. Yeah, they might not sleep. They might not take to you. They might not breastfeed. They might not do this. They might not do that. So all your plan, you can have all the money in the world. All your mm. plans Done. gone out the window. Gone out the window. So there's an argument like you can, like you're saying, you can never really be quote like, unquote, is ready. It, it's never really a good time. Is if you you have the conversation, you both want to do it. That's as good a time as it's going to get. It can either work from there, or it's not. Can I ask um, the men a question? Um, obviously, yes, it takes two people to obviously create the baby. But I guess maybe leading to what you kind of said, do you kind of feel like generically, not even personally, but generically amongst your, your friends and stuff like that, who more than often is kind of leading the need for the child or the want of the child? Oh, sometimes it's sometimes 50, 50. 50, 50, 50. I said 50, 50. 50, 50. I've had friends that's really pushed it as well. The girl weren't really ready for it. Like she's doing her yeah. career. And he's like, no, I really, we need to have a baby. We need to. Like everyone's having kids. And mm -hmm. yeah, I I've, I've seen it on 50, 50 angles. Girls and boys. There ain't no, I wouldn't put that to a sex. No, okay. From yeah, my yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's guys, guys that will say we don't, but like I'm eternally broody. I'd do it again, given the opportunity. Like plant that seed. I'm involved. Yeah, hundred percent. I ain't got the money to pay for it, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? So yeah, both, hundred percent. Both. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, what are your thoughts on? Um, do you think um, parenting should be planned in the ideal world? I'm the only person in the room that doesn't have kids and I'm of age and I've had people say to me, just have a one night stand or, and these are like, I say, when I say people, I say my own mother, my, even my dad has said, just have a one night stand, bring the baby come, don't matter, we don't need they them. They love to say that, yeah, bring the baby come. Bring the baby come, we don't need them, we'll look after the baby. Da, 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 da. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? So, <laughs> so for me, I don't know. I'm still kind of of the mindset that I would like to plan when I have a child, but I know my clock is doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ticking. But if tomorrow I met somebody and I don't know somehow ended up pregnant, well, not somehow we know how it goes to end up pregnant, then I would have that child and then Whoever figure comes it out because yeah. mm -hmm. I have to. I have to. So, mm -hmm. but in the ideal world, yes, it'd be nice to have the, the husband, the little bit of marriage, the traveling, then the children or what mm -hmm. have you. But, you know, but going back to what the guys were saying about sort of the 50 50 on who's kind of the push for the kids, like my last partner, he was very much, let's have a baby, let's have a baby, let's have a baby, more so than me. And I just mm -hmm. thought, I'm not having a baby with you. This, our situation's a mess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's, yeah, I think ideally it'd be nice to plan it, but nine out of ten, it, it, if it happens, it happens, and you just mm -hmm. have to kind of do what you got to do, you know? It's yeah. do or die, mm -hmm. you know? You plan a holiday, you have kids. It's two different things. <laughs> <laughs> no? It's got to be. I think with, because uh, my, so my daughter was semi-planned if that makes sense so 
we'd kind of made a decision that we were gonna try the next year because I was I was very much like I'm not having any kids in the first years of marriage because that's when it's first predicted to fail da 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 that's another story but you know later on down the line another stat in it I I I, I do you know what I do I do I actually do I think it must be the Virgo in me um (laughs) yeah because I've always been like that you know actually when I think about it but um yeah, so we so we'd kind of discussed. So I was like, do you know what? Right, what I'm, what I'm gonna do, I am gonna go Miami, go Jamaica in one holiday, like one trip, like have the time of my life, and then when I get back, if all is well, we'll do this thing. Mm. So we had this conversation towards the end of the year. So like around these times, I felt pregnant by January. So I had to cancel my Miami and Jamaica trip. <laughs> Hot girl summer got cancelled. Got cancelled. <laughs> it got it got it got it got fully cancelled. So as much as I did try and do like planning, planning, it never actually worked out. But I think maybe because we had a kind of mutual agreement that this is what we wanted. Mm. I was, you know, I didn't get to do my Miami, and actually, I'm going to do it. Actually, you do it I'm going to do it now. I did now because she's six now. She she's she's all right, but um, yeah, I didn't I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. I'm not saying that there's resentment there. Yeah. That's not what I said. I don't. I didn't say I felt a way about it. It's <laughs> not what it's I said. Not, not, not at all. <laughs> at all. Nah, not at all. Never. Do you know what I mean? Like Never. I I'm not mad nah. that my first solo holiday as a, a mother only happened this year in March. I'm not mad about that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not mad. Sometimes, yeah, do you know it? what I mean? Sacrifices, isn't it? Sacrifices. I don't mind. It's, it's absolutely fine. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Anyway, um, as we digress. So, what are the repercussions of having an unplanned child? Baby Anyone thrown into the room? Oh, baby, baby mama drama. Okay. That's the consequences baby, of baby, that. Baby father drama. Baby father drama, baby, father baby drama. mama be drama. Be fair. Yeah, both. Okay, so let, let's dig into that a little bit more. So what kind of drama are we talking about? Oh, mate. I suppose from, I guess, from other people's situations, I guess it could be the expectation that's been placed on somebody who maybe didn't want the child or did want the child or what have you, you know? So... Maybe that can, can create drama. Because sometimes people will tell you what you want to hear as well. Like people, because mm. someone can manipulate you into right. having a baby and then turn around and, mm. not, and not really. Mm. Right. Yeah, you know, and then it's like, hang on. Or you, I, well, I didn't want this kid. Yeah, and then I it's just, like, I just said, I just said I did because you. And then it's, so you can, you can only planning can only really go so far. Mm. It's only when it, it's only when you're actually in it. That you can say, all right, cool, I'm in it, and we're both in it, and this. You only really know how far the other person's really into it when you're actually both in it. Otherwise, it's just it's lip service, isn't it? People will just tell mm. you what you want to hear and say whatever. So you don't actually know. So there's not even you don't even know what the repercussions are going to be unless you're unless you because it you might never have a repercussion because it might just you might get your fairy tale ending. Mm. I, but do you know what? Though? I kind of feel like. You know when relationships break down, <clears throat> because it, it it so classically happens once the baby a comes. child comes into the situation. The whole dynamic changes. The whole dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's tired. Money's tight. 
someone's working more than the other person, the baby's demanding X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. That will probably just lead to nitpicking, a little bit of attitude, a little bit of nagging, yada, yada, yada. And before you know it, we have, you know, a fractured mm. household. Mm-hmm. Um, as parents, how can you alleviate that? Like in, in hindsight now. In hindsight. In hindsight. Because, you know, there's going to be people watching this and it's like, okay, how do I avoid that? I say, listen. Listen to your partner closely because nine times out of ten, even with them, all the manipulation and stuff that's going on, they're giving you a glimpse of their real character. It's whether you're choosing to kind of have your, your blinders on, if mm. that makes any sense. So I say, listen to people closely and, and believe them. Not like believe them, yeah. but listen, know people for what and who they are. Yeah. And take them as that and you'll never be in shock if that makes yeah. any sense. So in that regard, I would say that cause a lot of times you hear people talking and you you look at them. You can see the writing on the wall before they can because yeah. they're in the situation. Mm-hmm. So that would be a big thing I'll say. Yeah, I, I, do you know, I always say people will always tell you about themselves very early on. And it's down to you to kind of at that point be like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I've, I've done it. Like, people have said things to me. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Then six months, seven months, eight months down the line, when it's now gone very left, but you told me in a, in, in a very nice... Yeah, roundabout way. Roundabout way that, you know what? This is what I can be like. Yeah, exactly. Nine times out of ten as well, it's coming in the form of a story. So they're telling you about something that's happened in-house. Maybe yeah. something that's happened with another friend. Mm-hmm. Now, in your head, you said, yeah, yeah, but that's his friend. He ain't going to do that to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's just how he is with them. Or, oh, he did that to a work colleague. That's just how they are at work. But nine times out of ten, if you're listening, whether they're petty, whether they're this, it's going to be out in the little story. So what I would say is keep your eyes away and don't ignore the red flags because they're definitely going to be there. Yeah. There's only a few people that are very good at playing that game so they can yeah. hide all them red yeah. flags and then mm. you just hit with it at the end. Mm. You usually end up kicking yourself because they were there the whole time yeah. and just chose to ignore it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Truth. And no matter how much you think you've planned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a million things you ain't planned for. Yeah. yeah, You cannot plan for the unknown. It's yeah. impossible. You can't do it. It's impossible. And I think even like when... I mean, I, I don't have to your kids but I kind of feel like as well like what I see a lot is that what you get with the first child you don't, definitely don't get with the you second don't get one, with the second one. No. like the first one might have been a breeze they might have been quite yeah this yeah. is fine then the second one is coming like something to, to, to Satan spawn yeah, yeah. yeah. Tasmanian devil yeah. yeah tearing up your house yeah. even twins are different yeah you know what I mean like so you can't you cannot you, all you can do is you try and do your best and when thing when the things that you've planned start going awry. I love that word. Awry. Never get to use that often enough. Awry. Third time. When things start going... Fourth time. Awry. Um, don't get... Vet, like, you know what I mean? Just let it and just deal with it. Don't dwell on it and be like, well, this isn't going to plan. We didn't plan for this. This isn't how I envision things. Forget all that. Just Freestyle. Yeah, just sometimes you... In life, you got freestyle, right? you got to just crack on. Things happen. Mm. Be like water. Be formless. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Be formless and, and just flow that over everything and just get yeah, just get to where you're going, man, and just relax. You'll get there. And if you don't, be all right with that too. Yeah. You'll be all right. I suppose I'll just probably echo what you were saying, really, is there's no planning for something that you don't know what it's going to look like, be like, act like when it arrives. You know, um, ideally be nice to plan for a child's arrival in terms of having your ducks in a row whatever mm. those ducks may be but yeah you just kind of got to go with the flow of things yeah yeah that's it mm-hmm. um for me to summarize i think that whilst you can't plan everything just put yourself in the best possible position that you can like whether it be whether it be money wise whether it be you know having a network and a community around you to help with that child because you know I think we're we live in a very individualist society now and I always say like if we were back home we'd be living next door to grandma to our mum there's an auntie here there's someone there so there's a lot of people to help you know raise this child or these children so if you if if you can do that, I would say aim just to have certain things already established and in place, and then you've just got to kind of, like you say, let it free flow from there. Um, but yeah, that's my little kind of summary wrap up. A little bit. Yes, a little bit. All right, all right. We're gone. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> We're gone. Okay. Thank you for watching. Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks for thanks for this has been us <laughs> again. I think the outtake. This should be, yeah, we need an outtake reel. <laughs> Sometimes the outtakes are funny. Um, <laughs> this has been us. It's been episode six. Yes, episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, subscribe, comment, engage with. Yeah. 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 We'll okay. be here. We'll be here. All right, and it's a wrap. Right, right, right.